on this week's episode of Living Free with RP, we've got Angelica Chung. I'm happy that she was uh, able to take the time out to be on my podcast because she's currently adjusting to a new lifestyle over in Canada. So you guys are really going to enjoy this one. She's really awesome. So here is Angelica Chung's journey. Uh, thank you for taking the time out today. Uh, appreciate it. Mm. So, introduce yourself to all the listeners out there. Uh, you know who you are, where you're from, and family, and all that. Um, perfect. Okay. So, my name is Angelica. I am currently living in Ontario. I was originally born in the U.S. Uh, down in Florida. I immigrated to Canada back in 2018 with my husband. Um, let's see. My family's still in the U.S., though, so it's a little it's a, it's a little far to see him. Don't get to see him too much. Uh, but I guess it is what it is. Um, let's see. I'm 28, and <laughs> I think that's really it. I'm not very, uh, I'm not very complicated. All righty. Uh, and when did you get diagnosed? I was diagnosed at the age of 11. Um, when they diagnosed me, I had already lost, well, I already had left 16 degrees of visual field. So they were convinced that it started in utero, but it never got caught. Hmm. Yeah. Which was really fun because there's no history of um, any type of vision loss or anything like that in my family. So no one was really, I guess, looking for it or expecting it. Ah, okay. Okay, is your microphone hitting something? Because I can hear it scratching. Oh, I... Potentially. Where is it? <laughs> there it is. Okay, yeah. it's hitting my face. Ah, okay. I will be more careful. Sorry about that. Right, that's okay. No, I just want to make sure we get a nice, uh, clear audio, you know? Absolutely. Okay. Um, how did you, like, how did you feel? Do you remember how you felt at that time getting diagnosed? Um, I didn't really know kind of like what to think or what this meant um, because I mean I guess I was just I was so young and it was hard for me to be like oh you're losing your vision because like it this was just kind of my life it was always just oh I can never see at dark or at nighttime oh I can't always find the little things that I drop on the floor they like that that was just my normal so mm -hmm. to have someone come in and be like this is not normal um, and then at the same time that they diagnosed me, they told me that I would, at the current rate of progression that they saw, I would have lost my vision completely by the time I was 16. Mm -hmm. Um, so to kind of be also given not only this diagnosis of your life is, you know, not what you thought it was, and it's only going to get worse within the next, you know, four to five years. 
Um, it was a little bit scary for sure. Um, it took a long time to kind of adjust to it and accept it, if you will. Right. Um, and I don't think I fully really accepted kind of like this is my life until I hit university. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? Um, I mean, I guess it's one of those things, like I said, like it's, it's my life. I, I've come to terms with it mm-hmm. that, you know, one day I may wake up and I may not be able to see again. Um, I've recently started developing cataracts, so... As I go through my day, I'm noticing, like, some things don't look as sharp as they used to. Uh, And it's a little scary still. But at the same time, it's just like, I know I'm living the best life that I can. And I have someone who loves me and supports me throughout everything. So it makes it a little bit easier knowing that I'm not going through this alone. Well, that's the most important part, having a very strong uh, support system. Hmm. Whether it be, you know, you know, husband, wife, or, you know, very, you know, your best friends and things like that. Like, I have some really tight-knit, you know, kind of friends that I know that, you know, they're, they're always there if I need help or, you know, getting around or stuff like that. Yeah, and that's exactly what you need. Definitely. So, where is your vision currently? Uh, so, right now, I'm, my peripheral sits at a roughly five degrees visual field. Um. And my central with my glasses is about 2040. So that's not too bad. So I can still, I still have a lot of good central vision. So I'm very thankful and lucky for that. Well, yeah, especially since the doctors tell you you're going to be blind <laughs> by the time you're 16. And I'm Which I still think is really, Yeah, I think it's ridiculous though. Like they have no, no doctor can predict that. Right. There's no prediction for that. It's, it's all, you know, like, RP is very just unpredictable. Mm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that they want to try and give you a realistic expectation, but their idea of a realistic expectation isn't actually realistic. No. Uh, because yeah. it's very, I feel like there's a lot that's unknown about this condition. Right. Totally. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I was diagnosed at 14 and it, um, even, to, even to this day, I'm still, I mean, I'm learning new things. I mean, I went through a period of time where I thought I knew everything I needed to know, but mm. now with social media and all that stuff, it's, you know, and these, all these groups and stuff, it's, it's really, really opened my eyes to that. There isn't just one or two forms of RP. There's all this other stuff. And some people who have RP have other conditions that link to it that are caused because of the RP. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, you, you, it's impossible to be like, oh, you're going to go blind. And that's what I hear from everybody <laughs> I talk to who's been diagnosed. It's like all the doctors say that. Like, yeah, I mean, my doctor didn't say that, but... Mm. Everybody I've pretty much talked to on the show, it's all all the time. Yeah, well, they got the diagnosis and they said, "Hey, you know, guess what? You're pretty much going to go blind soon," and that's it. It's like, okay, <laughs> what information do you have that helps that or to support that? Yeah, and because there are people who have the condition who never lose their vision. I know someone who is in her late sixties. She was diagnosed in her early twenties and she doesn't have much left, but she has enough to function. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you go. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I was going to say, and I mean, what was I going to (laughs) say? For the Um, woman in her late sixties. and Yeah. So she's like more stable and thinking about how all these doctors are saying that you know you're like it's like a it's like a 
sentence say this is this is going to happen to you and to see how people older are still you know stabilizing to a point mm-hmm. it's just it's just so much to be discovered still oh yeah totally i mean i mean i'm fortunate enough to have somebody to kind of like you know look at and be like okay well my mom had pretty much pretty good vision for you know a chunk of time so i i feel my and plus i've been on vitamin a mm. since i was like 18 so and that's supposed to slow it down which i mean i feel in my case it has so i mean i i can't say other people should take it but i would say if you know because everyone you know everyone always goes with the oh you're gonna damage your liver and all that i'm 39 years old i've been taking it since i was 18 and i drink a lot of water <laughs> I, I i drink beer i do a lot of stuff and guess what i just had my blood work done and everything is everything looks good. fine so for those that say that i mean i don't know I don't, unless you, unless maybe, you know, you're more like sensitive to that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. it works. It's definitely a case by case. And I think it's more to it than just, well, how were the other factors in your life? Um, in terms of whether or not vitamin A will have that kind of impact. Because I know people who, like you, like yourself, who mm. have taken it and have seen great results from it. And I've also known people who have seen, you know, issues starting up with their blood work and, right. you know, ha- having to actually stop it because of fear of creating more physical problems than might be worth it, you know? Right. Well, also, like I said, it also comes down to, I mean, are these people drinking enough water and stuff like that? Because yeah. obviously once you... Now, anytime you're taking something like that, I mean, you got to be, you know, I mean, like I, granted, I'm also an athlete and I drink like a gallon of water a day. So, mm. I mean, it has everything to do with, you need to flush your system, you know, system out. So, I mean, it might, yes, the vitamin A is going to do this, but that's the same thing as, I mean, alcohol is going to damage your liver too. But if you, if you're a little more you know, aware of hydration and a lot of people that, you know, that this happens to, so not really aware that, you know, you got to drink a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're not drinking a lot of water, yeah, you're going to be running into some problems. You're going to start causing some damage. It's like when you take any medication, when they always say, take, you know, take with eight ounces of water, you know, like, and things like that. It's because for that reason. You wanna, mm. So now you're talking about regular medications saying that you're taking, you know, 15,000 IUs of whatever vitamin A. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to want to dial up, you know, the water intake. <laughs> Yes. It pee a lot, but you're gonna want to die water in a day. But you know, it's it's worth it because at the end of the day, your insides aren't going to hate you later. Oh yeah, so it's, I mean, it's it's a twofer, you know, because you know, and plus vitamin A. I, I'll tell you, I have had very limited acne in my uh, after taking it in my twenties and thirties, which I did not realize. It's because that's actually something people used to take like back in the day. I don't know if like how far long ago, but that's what you used to take for like skin. For like yeah. good skin, people used to take me. You know, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm like, oh yeah, the vitamin A clears your skin up too. So you, got, you know, you have nice skin. So see, look at that, more benefits. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> but yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, so what are you into? Like, what are your interests? Like, what? Oh, Hobbies what are my and, interests? Yeah, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right now I work full time, so I don't have much time after work uh, based off my scheduling commute Mm -hmm. but so I am what do I do I (laughs) (laughs) I do a Muay Thai and 
I love, I still love reading something about, you, you, you'll never be able to pry my books out of my hand. Like they're always going to be a part of me. Um, part of what I do to kind of like take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I have a dog. She is 14 years old. So I've had her since the baby and she still loves playing cats. So I'll sit there um, when I get home and we'll just play catch. Um, funnily enough, she is pretty much blind. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so, which I think is funny because my husband's it's like, oh, you and your dog are so much alike. And I'm like, it's because we're blind, isn't it? <laughs> um, so I feel bad because she can't, I can't like take her outside to play because when I throw like the ball or the stick, she can't find it. Oh, right. So okay. yep. it needs to have <laughs> kind of like that echo. So I feel really bad because she doesn't get to move around a lot, but I, I'll sit there and I'll play with her and we'll, we'll play catch for like a good hour or so. So she gets some exercise. She gets to have some fun because she can hear the, the ball bouncing off the floor. Yes. Off the hardwood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she uses other senses just like we do. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Um, except for when she walks straight into the street because, you know, she oh. sees the lights. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but let's see. What else? I definitely still enjoy playing myself some video games. Nice, nice. Although. Not as often now as I had been. Hmm. Right. Um, just because, again, trying to trying to adjust to new schedules, trying to get, um, I don't know, trying to get more into kind of like increasing my physical uh, activities, I guess. Right. And I've also been traveling lately. Which is also one of the reasons why we had to push our thing off so long. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. What about your job now? How has it, like, the RP affected your actual work life? So I'm actually working right now in a bank. And I feel like the way that it's impacted my work life, in my at, le- uh, at least in my current role, um, it's a very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. So I find myself just like r- literally running into people or chairs or tables, oh. sometimes <laughs> even walls if I'm lucky. Um, just because like I'm, I'm, I'm part of a big team. There's 24, 25 of us. Right. And so while everyone is aware of my limitations, when it gets really busy, sometimes it's hard to necessarily remember that, oh, yeah. By the way, I need to move this, you know, I need to move this chair. Mm-hmm. I can't just leave it in the middle of the room when they're trying to put out their own fire, you know? Oh, of course. Um, but otherwise, it hasn't really impacted me too much. Um, I'm still able to do my role. I do have uh, Zoom text on my computer that I do utilize okay. um, to help with certain shortcuts because, I mean... I, I just like the way that you can program certain keystrokes to do certain things. And it's definitely helped speed, uh, speed myself up. Right. Um, but yeah. Nice. Now I think there's a big reason why I left my job was, this, you know, just the work, work area was getting too dangerous. And like you said, you know, when things get, when people are doing things, sometimes, you know, they don't realize, you know, like they leave something on the floor and they don't think, you know, they might not think, it's necessarily something that's dangerous, but you know, for, for us, you know, it is. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but you're lucky that at least like you're involved in a situation where everyone everyone's aware at least of you know yes. your condition. Mine, I was different. I was like nobody really knew. It was kind of something I kind of kept to myself until it was like okay, well now this is becoming an issue. So yeah, and that was that was my biggest concern. It was like one of my fears was coming out to my coworkers um, because it was nothing. It was something that I never really told my jobs in the past. Like I would I would obviously tell like HR and stuff. Um, but I wouldn't tell like my coworkers; they wouldn't right, know. Right. So I was always just like that weird eccentric person who was, you know, kind of like ditzy, who like walked into the tables or tripped over her own feet. You know, you were just clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> I was just She's that just clumsy cl- one. <laughs> um, so this was actually this role was actually the first time that I actually spoke up and told everyone. Nice. And so, yeah, it was actually a really good experience, um, and I'm happy that I did it because when I told them all, um, everyone kind of came together to try to make the environment safer um, as best as they can, okay, as right. well as to help find ways to make it easier for me to do my job uh, quickly, efficiently. That's cool. Um, which I thought was really cool because I wasn't expecting any of that. No, yeah, it's. I, I can totally understand that. I, I wouldn't expect that either. I would, you know, people are like, oh, well, that sucks. You know, yeah, it sucks to be you, which we, we got to do our job. Yeah. 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 It's like, instead of being like, oh, well, let's, you know, let's help you out. It's like, all right. <laughs> so what about, you mentioned Muay Thai and stuff like that. So uh, what about that? How does the RP affect you in those situations? Um. So... I feel very limited in what I can do, um, mostly because of the limitations I put on myself. Like, I don't want to do or I'm opting not to do, like, person-to-person sparring because of the fear that if, you know, they miss or if I don't catch them, I can't see them. If they hit me too hard, what's going to happen? Because that was always one of the biggest things I was afraid of um, Mm -hmm. back when the early stages of diagnosis was, if you know, your eyes are very sensitive. They're very tender. If you get hit in the head, you can't play sports because, you know, you get hit. And then the next thing you know, your retina detaches. Your retina is very weak. And so that's like e- even now doing kind of like the Muay Thai, that's one of my concerns. Like if I get hit in the head, what's going to happen? I don't know how valid that is, like how valid of a concern that is. But it's just <laughs> something that I just can't really shake. Um, thankfully, my husband does it with me. So oftentimes, like, we just, we pair up together because, you know, he's, he's obviously, yeah, he's obviously aware of kind of like my limitations and we do a lot of like pad work. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's more so that just being able to do it is really cool because before this, before I moved to Canada, um, what was it? I was training in uh, Krav Maga and I really missed it. And I wanted to get back into it, but I also need to be stable. Um, moving to a new country is not easy, <laughs> and it's not cheap. No, I can't imagine. Um, but yeah, so so I got back into it now that you know I have a job, and I'm stable. And I have a steady income, and I'm really happy to be doing it again. Awesome. My instructor is you. yeah, uh, my instructor is super. He's aware. And he's super supportive and he thinks it's really cool that I'm doing this. And he's very interested in kind of seeing how I evolve and how I use my other senses to kind of pinpoint different things. 
Oh, yeah, totally. We, yeah. Right? And because he's like, you know, normally, you know, when, because he used to, he asked, uh, used to do um, actual competitions. And he was talking to me and telling me about how, for him, it is very, it is very visual. He'll watch the way that you sway or the way that you shift your weight. And he's like, and he recognized that, like, that's not something that I can do. And so, yeah, so he, I guess he's learning from me as much as I'm learning from him, if not, well, definitely not more, but because I'm definitely learning more from him. <laughs> right. I guess it's like a still learning experience for both of us. Oh, yeah, because we do react differently to things. Um, mm-hmm. When you're sparring, though, do you guys use headgear and, and footgear, you know, use pads and all that? Uh, so we use pads. Um, I don't use headgear or footgear. Um, everything's barefoot. Um and I don't use headgear just because my husband doesn't want to oh. go anywhere near my head. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if you were, say, to spar, you mentioned you didn't oh. want to spar, but do normally, if you're sparring, do you normally would wear, is that everyone normally wears their headgear, right? Or- oh, yes, yes, yes. They wear mouth guards, headgear, shin guards, and they wear, I don't know what they're called, but they're, like, they're like shin guards, but for the arms, for the forearms. So I can speak, as I say, I can speak from experience that I've been axe kicked on the top of my head. I've been uh, like kicked in the teeth. I've been <laughs> a lot, a lot of things have happened to me by sparring my friend, my instructor. Yeah. Many times, and we've had fight nights. I still spar. Uh, I stopped sparring in competition, like uh, going on five years ago. But I might make one uh, comeback because I want to spar as a uh, as a black belt. Uh, I'm a second degree right now, and I want to spar at least once, maybe, and I still have enough central vision to do it, but I'd have to have to strategize. But I could definitely relate to having the fear of I've been hit, knocked out. I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been taking, I've taken punches because I couldn't see them. You know? Yeah. So and 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 when you're and when you try to rush in and you don't see someone's hand coming. Uh, those two speeds uh, are not good at the same time. You need to on the floor or something happens. I've, had my, I've cracked my <laughs> neck back. I've done a lot of things. So it's, uh, it's fun. I, but I miss it. I love, I love sparring. So that's why I still do mm. it. But uh, I just, I think definitely, you know, the condition definitely uh, changes your strategy on what you would want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm very loud. I mean, I use legs anyway. So that's why I would use more legs as it is to keep myself mm. away Make from sure. my opponent. <laughs> Yes, make sure there's still enough distance. Yeah, because you know, as we see, as someone's farther back, we can see, you know, that 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 peripheral vision opens up a little more with someone farther back. So yes, but once someone gets in close, that's it. I'm, you know, if they're hit, if they're coming across with anything, I it's you know, I'm just holding my hands up and hopefully maybe I'm blocking <laughs> it. You know? you know? Yeah. So yeah, but always, yeah, definitely, I would say, I mean. I don't think it, I, I would not not spar. I don't think you know, I've never like I said I've been hit many times and mm. my, my my retina is still there. <laughs> I said as long as you're wearing like as long as you're wearing like you know headgear and you know moth guards and all that stuff that's what it's there for. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's stuff. If, if you if, if that's something you like to do and you could trust somebody or you could spar and you could still do it, I I I still say do it. But that's just me. I'm crazy. That's <laughs> uh, let's see. We gotta live life to the fullest. Exactly, you know. RP is not gonna control me. I'll decide if I want to continue to spar or not spar. And, you know. Exactly. Uh, I think my only just only problem is, you know, as you know, is um, it, there's a big difference between sparring somebody at a lower level, 
or versus sparring somebody who's at a higher level. Mm. So I'm, I'm, if I'm going to go spar, I'm now sparring, you know, black belt, other black belts. That's different. That's, you know, I've seen them spar in competition and it's, you know, they're a lot, it's, you know, it's a lot harder than it versus yeah. say sparring as a, as a gup. So it's, should be because interesting. Especially at that kind of experience level, you know, a novice versus an expert, if you will. Mm-hmm. With a novice, you kind of you can kind of predict almost. I feel mm-hmm. because they only know certain things and they yeah. aren't really confident in themselves yet. Versus someone who's you know been around the block a few times, they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, you can't um, you can't sneak things by like you know somebody that you know, knows their stuff. Yeah. You know, versus like man, like if I'm sparring a little you know white belt or somebody or you know like you know, or someone like anyway lower rank, it's like. Yeah, it's, I could just sit there and I know I know what's up or I know what I gotta do to stay away from. Them. I'm not gonna get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not worried about that. If anything, I just I just use them to work on my timing and stuff like that. Mm. So name something that you. Uh, what are questions you would get often that bother you about your vision? Like you know, you know, for for example, someone saying you know, hey, can you see my hand? You know. Or, yeah. I, how many fingers I'm am I holding? Up? <laughs> I surprisingly get that one a lot. It's just like I I can see you. <laughs> like that's not that's not a valid question. How, are you really you don't, you're not really I don't think you're you're really going blind because you can look at me or you're you're using a phone. Right, and it's just it's so frustrating because it's like people, I feel like people have the expectation that if you're if you say that you're blind, then you just see black, and it's not realistic. Uh, because there's blind, there's visually impaired. Um, mm-hmm. And what was it? I've, I recently saw a statistic lately that basically said that of all the people who have visual impairments, a very small percentage of them are actually totally blind. I can't remember the exact percentage off the top okay. of my head, right. but it was like it was like a low like single digit, I think. Um, but then people just assume that everyone who says that they have problems with their vision that's if it. they like, just yeah that you're it's it's you one or zero it's binary and you can't do it's this. yes or no yeah and you can't do this like you can't do these things you know how are you doing that you shouldn't be able to do that are you lying? i think you're lying that's like, yeah. right like when i so when i applied for graduate school um i one of the one of the concerns that was raised to me by the department head that i was trying to get into was just are you sure you can do this this isn't easy and with your limitations i'm like i'm sorry what with my limitations is not a valid like no like that's not you know that's not going to affect how you learn and, and things like right? you can you can there's there way there there are ways around all that stuff and so yeah, but yeah. Like, how about do you ever get somebody like asking you like you know saying something asking about your vision and you explain what, what you have and they say oh i feel i'm so sorry like like you're dying yeah or like, oh, let's see all right. either like like oh i'm so sorry that must be bad or oh isn't there anything that they can do for it can't you just get glasses <laughs> do, you, do you just need better glasses because like i currently wear glasses oh, I'm like, this, yeah. oh right or like they'll start saying like oh i had a friend who you know had a cousin who was colorblind and i can't imagine what it's like and <laughs> i think my favorite is i would rather kill myself than to have a visual impairment and i'm like oh, wow God. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's, oh, God. that's pretty brutal, right? It's like, oh and, no, it's like what? 
on the flip side, I do get a lot of positive things too. Oh, of course. Well, not as much as I get the negative, but mm-hmm. like, like some of the positive things that I'm really happy for because they're they're like, oh. I think they are able to identify without even knowing kind of like how I see it, in the sense of you must really be able to see things like see things differently or have a different value in something because of your limited vision. Like I might see something and take advantage, you know, take for granted, I should say the fact that, Oh, there's a flower there. But for you, that could be something that's, you know, that could be the highlight of your day because you didn't know that there was a flower there and then you got to see it. Right. And I feel like that's kind of the mentality that I have is just like, life is more than just about the big picture it's about these little little nitty-gritty details oh you know i was just talking about today with uh somebody else i was interviewing today i was saying how we look at the world much differently because we never know when we might not be able to see something again Mm -hmm. so yeah you might look at that you know uh, whatever flower or whatever and just and you're just taking it in you know you know more than somebody else might because yes. it's just that's it's some something so simple that we all take for granted, but we don't. You know, other people do, but we we don't take that stuff for granted. So it's, you know, that's a big reason why I think our dreams are so vivid, is because we spend so much time looking around and at our environments and and scanning them and and, mm, and looking at every just... little detail. And now you have such vivid dreams because we 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 pay attention to that stuff. Yes. Yes. Although I am so happy without my vivid dreams. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're usually really weird. Like my dog, like unhinging her jaw like a snake and just, <laughs> you know, wanting to play catch. They're like a that, little weird. That's, that's, yeah, that's a little weird. They're a little weird. But no, I see what you mean. Or having the ability, like we, like, like when you're listening to music and things like that, we pick up every, we'll pick up every little note. Every, mm. you know, change in something, every, you know, drum beat, every lot of stuff that, once again, somebody else is not going to really notice. We will because our because of our height and other senses. So there's, yes. there's a benefit to almost sometimes actually having RP, you know, we're just not. So it's kind of cool. Yes. Are you um, were mentioning how your teacher, you know, wanted to look, you know, wanted to see what, how you handle these certain things in class because, you know you're going to react to things differently. And yes. it, made, it reminded me of uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, I want you, like, they wanted me to go through and do, like, the um, the fireman kind of tests. Okay. You know, at the fire station, what the firemen yes. go through. Because they want to study me. They want to, like, see how I use my, you know, how do I compensate for not being able to see you, like, so that this might help their, you know, the firemen when, you know, say they go into a building that you can't see. Mm-hmm. Now they might, you know, use things, techniques, and stuff that I naturally do. In in that situation, I was like, oh, I, never, I really didn't, you know, I didn't think about it that way. But I do know that, yes, I do, you know, rely heavily on my feet and feeling things, and you know, just things just I do naturally without even thinking about it when I'm walking, you know, or going through a terrain, you know, that's a little skeptical, you know, and uh, I I definitely want to do that at some point. I think that'd be cool, but just especially to help, you know. If I'm helping other people, that's cool. Give it a chance to give back, you know. Yeah. So, all right, I got a good one for you. This is okay. like the classic question. Um, who wins in a fight? You are the wet floor sign. 
the Leffler signed hands down. I was walking to <laughs> get myself my coffee today, and I kicked three on my way down. Ooh, I would say maybe a two minute walk. <laughs> it was great. And like my favorite is when I see them the last minute and I uh, still kick them because I, you know, trying to move quickly. And next thing I know, I'm slipping on the wet floor and it's just like, oh, well, this is counterintuitive. No, right. Do you find it's but, more more embarrassing actually trying to find it to pick it back up than it is the actual kicking it over? Yes, because there are oftentimes more times than not, I'll kick it down. I'll spend like a good like 15, 20 seconds looking for it. If I can't find it, I just leave. Yeah, I just go. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what? This is where you live now. This is your home. Yep, <laughs> Enjoy not, that floor. You're on, you're on your own. Or I meant you're, to do that. Exactly. I meant to do <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just had a, I just really have it up for these wet floor signs. Like they are not meant yeah, yeah. to stand so, so yeah. proudly. I just love that how like I never realized that was a thing like about wet floor signs. I thought that was always just something I struggled with and I didn't realize like, you know, for RP people that that's like, that's our nemesis. And, right. and uh, I think it's hilarious. I love it. But uh, I, I, I just want to tell people, I'm like, that's the worst thing. I think it's actually, it's kicking it over. is one thing. It's, it's literally, it's weird. You know, everyone looking at you going, why is that person having such a difficult time picking it, you know, picking <laughs> it back up? You know, like, yeah, it's like, cause you know, cause I'm sure there's like regular people that haven't been known to, you know, knock one over occasionally so right, like i feel like regular people do it all the time too well not as often as we do maybe right but you know they're walking on their phones or something or maybe oh, yeah, they're carrying something mm-hmm. but yep. at least when they do it they can like oh okay whoops here let yeah. me pick it up real quick yep. whoops i got it you know no big deal <laughs> so i think my favorite thing to do is when i kick it down i'll pick it up and i'll just lean it against the wall that's, as though it's like almost like that's intentional Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, like, oh, I meant to do that, and I'm putting it over here now, yeah, this is yeah. all part of it. I'm waiting for that moment where, like, if I knock one over, like, your foot goes on top, and you just go sliding. That happened to me. Oh, yeah? That's kind of, like... Yeah. It was scary, because I didn't know what was happening. Oh, like, I, okay. I knew that I kicked it, but I didn't realize on it, and, like, my foot just went, my foot just started going, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, like, you were going, like, to continue walking, but you didn't realize Yeah. Like, oh, oh, man. Yeah, and I ended up Until, on like, it. Like, Wait a second. Right? It's just like, oh. This floor is weird. <laughs> why, is this, why, why is this floor just, like moving like this? It's like one of those uh, conveyor belts at the airport. You just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When do they install one of these here? Yeah, this is fancy. What's going on here? And then everyone's looking at you going, why is that woman riding that like a skateboard? <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah, like, oh. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I had this here. So, did you mention. Uh, um, you, you you do use a cane, right? Um, I do have one. I don't use it as reliably as I should. Um, I use it definitely at nighttime when my because my night vision's a lot worse. And like as oh, soon yeah, as I go like right now, if I were to go outside, I'm like, ah, there's bright lights everywhere and I can't see. Um, but like during the day, especially areas that I'm familiar with, I do slack and I won't use it as often. But I do always carry it with me in my backpack. Uh, I'm with you. I I do the same thing where it's like I don't really care with me though, but like if I like if it's like walking my son down to the bus stop or you know certain day areas like going if I'm going or if I'm going out with friends and stuff and I know I can just grab onto someone's shoulder like yeah. I'm like I don't I don't you know I don't bother bringing it, um but yeah totally like more or less using it when you really need to yeah but did you have like a moment that made you realize you had to get one. I've always had one since I was diagnosed. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it was something that, you know, I 
went through the training very early because you never know. Well, at least that's how my parents saw it. Like, we never know like, oh, we should to do be this, as, so, yeah, right, prepared. Yeah, to be as prepared as possible, uh, worst case scenario type things. So right. I've always had one. Um, I didn't always use it. I think after, honestly, I think moving to Canada um, with has been when I started carrying it with me reliably, okay. which is interesting. So I don't know what about moving here uh, made that difference for me. Hmm. But I think it's actually maybe maybe it's because I'm in a bigger city now. Like I was always in like either small towns or like small cities, like cities being um, like a joke of a city. Mm-hmm. Like you call yourself a city, but you're actually just like <laughs> the suburbs in disguise. <laughs> um, but now that I live, I live in Toronto. And so everything is big. Everyone's crowded. There's oh, people true, everywhere. Right. Um, so I think that might've been my trigger because now that it's more dense and more populated. That you feel like you got to kind of have, have a little bit, some backup with you. Yeah, especially because I I live downtown. I work downtown. It's like downtown core, so it's like think not as bad as New York City level. Okay, all right. Um, but let's see, not as bad as New York City level, worse than Orlando. Um, I can't really think right now. Maybe like similar to San Francisco, I would say. Hmm. From what I recall from it. It's okay. been a while since I've been there, but um, so there's like just a lot of foot traffic and a lot right. of car traffic. Um, so I think it was just more so like in case I needed it for my safety type things. Oh, totally. Do you feel like having the cane makes you like more like, hey, look, there's the blind person? Like draws yeah. that attention. Yes, for sure. Um. It, I, do, I do feel self-conscious when I use it because it's just like, you know, I know sometimes I'm, I feel like, yeah, you know, I definitely am visually impaired. Other days I'm like, I'm no different than anyone else. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think I'm, I'm still there. like mentally in a set where like uh, using it reliably or regularly still feels a bit weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do recognize the importance and the benefits that come with it, but definitely like people like i'm very aware of like people looking at me or staring at me um when i do have it but at the same time when i do have it i find it funny like when i walk into somebody or when i step on somebody um very often they apologize to me like oh i'm sorry i was in your way that's what we, so yeah, but that's how it should be i mean but thank yeah you. that's cool you know instead of someone being like hey hey you know what are you yeah. blind <laughs> Uh, so. yeah, yeah. Now, so I, th- I forget this. I, I got over that. I mean, I did definitely had that sensation where, you know, yeah, like I don't want to use this because once I once I'm using it now, it's it's pointing me out you know, to everybody or, or you get people that like if I've gotten I don't know if you ever gotten, but sometimes people like to be overly helpful. Oh, God. To the point yes. where like it's not like actually you? it's actually not helpful. Like I've had somebody stop in the middle of the road and to tell me that there was like a curb coming up or something or like a, a tree or something come or something. I'm like, I, I'm good. Like you can keep <laughs> driving. Like, thank you. Yeah. You know? And I don't want to be a jerk. Like, cause then it, then if you say something, then it's like, Oh, well, now you know, you, you know, you're, you're, now you're just you're, the you're ungrateful. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just trying to help. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
Like, I get it. Like, oh, yeah, I don't like being led around. I don't like people grabbing me. Yes. My and... wife does it sometimes. I've had friends do this. I've, I've, I've had people do that to me sometimes, and I don't like being led around like I'm a dog. There's, like my mom says, there are correct ways to do it so that it looks nonchalant. So like yeah. you know, putting an arm around like inside or you know like link an elbow or you know there's you know subtle things you can do, grab an elbow, do something something like so that it doesn't look like oh why is that person literally being dragged into this, <laughs> around like what are they doing like why are they doing this? Right. That makes it um, more embarrassing. Mm, definitely because now, I feel like you're making more of a scene by just grabbing somebody instead of just like knowing because I don't know. I'm sure that this is something that you like you would experience as well. But like when somebody's close to you, you you feel them. You can kind of feel oh, like yeah. okay, that, this that is sense. their side. Yeah, 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 yeah. That weird sense, like that spidey sense. Yeah, and oh like, yeah, yeah. Like and like you, ju- you just know that okay. Um, like I can tell the difference between like when my husband is staying next to me versus when my friend is just by the like the heat that I get off. Oh it's, wow, it's, that's, it's that's weird. pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, and so like just knowing that okay, well, this is someone that I can grab onto. Oh, but I said, like, if you're, like, say you're going in somewhere and you're with your husband, it's better to just, you guys hold hands. Yeah, And now weird. that looks, oh, yeah, but now, but I'm saying that looks more, that's yeah. more natural than him, you know, saying, okay, come on, you know, grab, like, grab your arm, let me, let me walk you around. Like, no, like, okay, let's make this look more right. natural. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't and, like, look... I find it, <laughs> and I find it so hilarious because, like, we do, like, we do hold hands when, like, he, uh, with Winter, like, he'll walk me home from work when, because um, I get out of work after nightfall and people on the street will be like, you know, looking at us and which I find funny because, you know, you'll see like these other couples, like, how come we can't hold hands and see what well, <laughs> they do? it. Why can't we? It was, I think it's funny. That's awesome. I, I'm mostly a shoulder grabber. If I go out with my friends, I just grab onto their shoulder and I, and I just don't care if people like say anything to me. Like or if they're like, why is that guy grabbing that dude's shoulder to walk around? Or, like, yeah. Well, I don't care. Deal with it. Like. I'm doing it so I don't trip on things. <laughs> so my problem is I, I lose people. Like once I walk into a bar, if, if my friends were to walk too far away, I don't have the proof. It's so bad and in being dark, I that's it. If I yep, lose you- if I lose their focus, I lose where they are. If I were to look left really quick or somewhere, or look take my attention away from my friend walking for just a second. Now I lost them. Now I'm like it's I got it's like I gotta stop walking. I gotta wait until my yep. friend realizes I'm not there. So it's hopefully they find me. Yep. I would imagine it's like, I wish my friends all carried like purses or backpacks or something. Because then I could just grab on a backpack. Like it's easy. I don't have to grab the shoulder. I could just grab the little thing on the backpack or something. Right. Or grab a purse or something and just hold on to the purse. And that looks a little more natural than grabbing up high on the shoulder. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just give my friends all shirts or something. Like I told my friends I was going to give my, them all shirts that like were bright, like yellow. <laughs> and they actually like. Uh, you know, friend with blind guy, or you know, we're, we're with the we're with the blind guy or something. That'd be that would be funny. Yeah. I don't know about you. If I don't know if you like to, you know, go out with your friends and they all tend to wear like dark clothing, and like you're like, you're gonna help me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think about the last time I went out with a friend. <laughs> That's right. Your schedule has <laughs> been so. <laughs> so it's been um, a while. But I think last time I, last time I went out because i don't really go to bars or like the movies or anything like that because okay. it's just for me it's not really my type of scene gotcha. um nothing wrong with it oh, it's right. just just not i never i was never really interested in doing it um so 
But, like, there were times, like, uh, last time I went out with my friend, we went out for drinks and some appetizers, you know, some light things after work. Right. And I went to go use the uh, the washroom, and I couldn't find the table coming back. And, oh, I see. I bet that's going to be that. Right. And thankfully, she saw me. She was able to come get me. Do you memorize like, everything? Do you try to memorize things? I do. Like, I try uh, to. Like, landmarks and stuff? Like, uh, like you know, hmm. or, or, okay, this, you know, our table was three tables down, and one over or something you know, like yes i try to um mm-hmm. some but sometimes it's well sometimes well, it's not always reliable because no, you, you know next thing you know yeah disorienting yeah. Uh, you're you're changing your direction so now you're like oh wait a minute was the table over here <laughs> yeah but no but yeah no um what was it but kind of like on your vein of you turn away real quick and next thing you know you're alone like what was it um I so while we were in Taiwan, we oh, were at a okay. mall, All right. and my husband—I swear, my husband was right in front of me. Okay, somebody cut between us to get into the store. Okay, and I couldn't find him. He was just completely gone. That was it, Bo. Just sea of people, but not him. And I'm just like, well, and so I stayed on the floor. The floor isn't that big. Mm-hmm. Um, not like a tra- uh, conventional or traditional American mall where it's just like the whole length of the building. This was like <sighs> small. It was a... it was a small mall, yeah. Okay. And again, it still took us like half an hour just to find each other. Did and... you just stop walking? Yeah. So I so we were actually looking for something specific. So I was able to find that thing that we were looking for specifically, and because the whole mall was like. Maybe like it was less than maybe like sixty feet by sixty feet was the walkway, so like in a square type thing. So it was like very small, like I said. Um, so I knew that he would have to find me eventually if he kept walking around. And oh, I gotcha. Thankfully, he did. Huh. But it was still just so scary. No, it is. I can imagine with that. Well, we see people around, and you know, you know only you're relying on this one person. Mm. It's not like you're with a large group of people and you can kind of have a you know a buffer zone there. Yeah. If you're literally only with one other person and then you lose that only other person. Right. And no. then. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I would not do that. And especially when you don't have service, you can't even call them or text oh, them and be like, oh, oh where are you? Right. I, was like, I was like, technically, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You can just use your phone. It's like, no, well, okay, there's that. There's that. Yeah, no, because uh, we only had the one uh, mobile uh, Wi Fi spot. Oh, okay. And he had it. <laughs> so okay. if you can get your vision back, like today, you know, tomorrow, whatever, like hundred percent, what's the first thing that you're doing? Oh, probably getting my license reinstated. There you go. When's the last time you drove? <laughs> um, when I so May of two thousand eighteen. Oh, okay. So not, so, not too, not long, too long ago, ago but I definitely was not supposed to have my license. <laughs> right. That's uh, you know, well, would you make that decision on your own to stop? Uh yeah. Um, also because where I live now, it's not really, it's not really needed. Like oh, you can get around like public transportation and it's better. Where everything's like, like walking distance, like oh, okay. yeah. Kind of like New York. It's almost like useless to have a car in New York City. Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, it's you're paying so much money for something that you're maybe going to use once a month to go somewhere else that you don't really care about. Yeah. So, yeah. 
then I heard also I've talked to people in the United uh, UK and they said the actual public transportation system is actually faster than mm. being stuck in traffic because they actually have dedicated roads and things like that for you know public transit. transport. Yep. So it's like, why get they a are, car? <laughs> right. Yeah, because they're starting to phase that in here now. Um, and strangely enough, uh, the Toronto Transit was rated the number one transit in all of North America. Oh, wow. Um, it sucks still, but apparently it's the best. So I guess yeah. I got lucky. There you go. Nice. So we talked about dreams earlier and your weird ones that you have. <laughs> so, but yes. in your dreams, though, are you visually impaired or fully sighted? That's an interesting question. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I don't know if I can tell because I feel like even when I dream, it's more so like not visual, like visual images, but like mm. interpreted images, if you will. So like okay. I might not see the dog, but like I know that that's the dog. Okay. Does that make sense? I got you. But have you ever like been driving in your dream? No. Hmm. No. That's, see, that's for me recently is what I'm experiencing. Most of the time, it's when I'm in a car. Not, sometimes I'm driving and I don't realize it. But I've had dreams where I'm driving and I'm like, I shouldn't be driving. Like, I'm visually impaired. Like, I'm actually aware of it. Where normally I'm, I've never, you know, I've never had a dream like that. But recently, I would say within the like the past you know, couple, like maybe a year or so, a couple of years, yeah, like that's what happens sometimes. Like it's it's and maybe the vision, my vision isn't exactly how I see now in reality, reality, but it's just more of a feeling. Like like uh, this is wrong. Like I'm not, I'm not supposed to be in the car right now. I'm not supposed oh, to be driving. You know, that like, kind of self awareness. Yeah, I'm just aware that like I have a condition. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like you know, but I'm still driving and I'm and I'm it's okay. But I'm just more like I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's, I, I always wanted to know if like especially people who like you know had maybe more progressive you know form of rp and maybe like you know what were, their, what were your dreams like when you're did you oh i've had people say that they've always dreamed that they were visually impaired and didn't have you know fully set dreams or you know things like that so it's interesting see i can't think i don't know what it's like to be fully like fully visually sighted Right, right. Um, so I don't know if I could even dream like something that like oh this is what it was like to be fully sighted. Oh yeah, because our brains are, uh, you know, kind of filling in those gaps. So, yeah. Because I mean, people, like you said, people earlier, like you said, like people think you know when you say blind or visually impaired that what we're not seeing is blackness. It's it's but it's but in actuality it's not. Like, no. I had to explain to my friends, like, I'm like, okay, if I take my, I'm like, I have a slight pocket of peripheral vision. If I put my hands to my, completely to my sides, I have a little pocket of peripheral vision. But as mm. soon as I take, if I move my hands out, it's gone. I lose them. And then I keep going, keep going, keep going. And then almost in front of my face, then my hands reappear. And he's like, what do you see? I'm like, well, it's not black. It's like fog or like, you know, it's very hazy. It's, it's there. Like, there's vision there. It's just you know, it's not clear. It's you know, it's tuned to the wrong channel. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not there. So, but people think it's like okay, you just have a black center. You know, like I say, I tell people I have a ring. I have like like a donut around my mm. in front of me, basically of RP. 
and that's why I miss handshakes and you know curbs and tones and high fives <laughs> and things like that and fist bumps because I you know that's that's where the RP is right in that yeah. that area where you know because and and we're jerks because you know we miss the handshake and or, why don't you shake my hand or why don't you you know why don't you wave at me you know and it's like you know because you're I didn't see you like you know. <laughs> We think of how many people we probably like pissed off because that happened and we didn't even know. You know, how many times you probably walked by somebody, even a stranger, that was probably and like, hi, like waving, maybe waving at you, just being nice, you know? Yeah. And you probably didn't even give them a second glance. <laughs> and you, and they're like, oh, psh, look at that. That's rude. Look at that jerk. Yeah. If, and if you don't have the cane, yeah, no, that's like, oh, what the heck, you know? And you didn't know, and none of us knew that was going on. Yeah. You know, you didn't know that. Like, it was probably happening. It's probably happening for all of us, you know, at some point that we walked by somebody and they waved or maybe they went to go put their hand out or do something and you were just like, Shoo. yeah. Yep, yep, that happens. So um, when I'm going, like, downstairs to go get lunch or something, like, I often get people that I know who are like, see me later that day be like oh i waved to you on the escalator and you didn't even say you didn't even acknowledge me and i'm like i didn't even see you yeah i didn't even see you i'm not trying to be a jerk (laughs) my friends usually give me heads up sometimes they'll be like oh mike he's trying to give you a fist bump right Uh, Uh, mike there's a handshake oh okay okay yeah i think my favorite though is this one time when i was with my friends and we saw my ex-boyfriend, who also had RP, oh, wow. across across the street. Mm-hmm. And my one friend sat there and waved at him. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> my friend, you know he can't see you, right? Yeah, he's... He, he's uh, yeah, yeah. Hey! <laughs> how'd then, that, how, I have to ask, how did that happen? How did you... Was that, like, coincidence that you guys both had RP? Or did you guys find um, each other in a group or something? Like, because that, that seems very rare that you two people with <laughs> RP... Right. Um, Almost as rare as me and my wife. We're both left-handed. See, and, and left-handed people are very rare. Yeah. So. Um, was it? We both went to the summer program. Okay. Um, it was designed to kind of help like late-stage high school s- students, so like junior seniors, mm-hmm. um, kind of take some time to gain the independent life skills and work experience necessary for their uh, transition into university. Okay. Uh, so it was a summer program, and yeah, so we just happened to be in the same summer, and I, so I guess it was a coincidence. Like that's we didn't wild. go out of the way to find no, each other. No, no, right? I think that's that's like I don't know. I think that might be the first time I've heard that on my podcast. I have two people like who have you know having been together and having RP just you know kind of just. Right. And what was so nifty about it too was for him. Um, his central vision, he didn't have any, so he only had the peripheral. Oh, atypical. He had atypical RP. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, people used to joke that between me and him, we have like one <laughs> set of functioning eyes. You're good. I, right. I got the central. He got the peripheral. It's great. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh my god. And that's that's actually. And what's even funnier? That's a rare. That's even a rare form of RP. That's mm. less common. So the fact, so one, the fact they even found each other, you know, two people with RP finding each other is, is amazing, I think. And two, you finally, yeah, you guys both have the opposite one. Right. Oh, wow. That's, that's cool. That's, yeah, that's fascinating. But 
that, that's it for us today. And, uh, Hi, Andy. I'm so uh, I'm glad to you know to get to hear your journey, and um, thank you so much for taking your time out today, and if, with your especially with your busy schedule, right? That's and your limited free time, right? Like it just hardly exists anymore. So uh, I really appreciate that. So. No worries. Thank you for having me. It was really fun talking. Oh, I'm glad you. Did. I I don't know about you, but I always find it's nice now with this because like I grew up not you know having anybody really talk to you know with RP, so. Mm. It's, it's like I get a chance to really, you know, share because experiences. And be like, oh my god, yeah, that's happened to me too. <laughs> right, and especially since I feel like RP is so rare that nobody really knows about it. In sense of like, so is that like glaucoma, and like you just don't oh, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nobody like, really understands no, you. No, or, yeah. un- and it's sometimes it's like really hard to explain. But like talking to someone else who has it, you're like, you can understand me. You understand what yeah, I'm yeah, going through. Yeah. And it's just not i hear it's very uncommon for people to meet people like other people with rp mm-hmm. luckily i've been able to meet three different people with the condition in my that's life good. Oh, that's good um and people that i talk to like other people that i've talked to online they're like you know i've never met someone with rp in real life like oh yeah yeah so it's uh, my, i have one of my i have one guy a guy about a mile from me he has he's my friend uh david yeah. Alejandro. he so that's cool and i got like I think one more brother person I know that has it. Other than that, yeah, and my mom obviously, but yeah. uh, yeah, to actually find people that have it, it's really cool. You know, it's like finding somebody else that speaks your language. You know. Yeah, it, and it's just it's cool to know that you're not alone. No, exactly. You know, so it's it's fun to say something and be like, yeah, like, <laughs> totally. Like I've done that. Like, or, mm. have, have you ever done this before? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Because let's face it, we don't we don't actually know what real like you said comfortable actual vision is. Yeah, we don't know what it was like to actually what what how to really see. Mm. Yeah, you know, like you know, I don't know what night vision's like. I assumed I had some night vision, right? You know, but... I hear it's great. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and uh, you have um well a wonderful night. Yes, thank you. You too. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.